Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 281. Today, I'm going to give you seven tips specifically on how to support a loved one on their weight loss journey. I've had so many conversations with clients lately who are really trying to lean in to this intuitive eating, this non-diet journey, yet they have a spouse or a friend or a really close family member who just isn't there. And maybe they are actually going through their own journey and the focus still is weight loss. And so how do we continue to support someone that we love and we care about without being a know-it-all, right? Without telling them what to do, how can we really guide them in a way that is really most beneficial? Keep your eyes peeled for a free training coming out next Monday. That is December 19th at the time of this recording. So next Monday, I will be doing a free live training where we're going to talk all about weight loss and really the challenge and how do we ultimately put that on the back burner? How do we, how do we get past that? What to do to truly let go of weight loss and embrace this non-diet approach. So I hope you join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's really going to get your head right as we head into the new year and head into the holidays. So just swipe up on the app wherever you're listening. We'll put the link in the show notes for you to register. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. So my very first tip when talking about how to support a loved one is before we even have the conversation, we have to shift our energy and our mindset beforehand. The reality is you can't control how someone's going to bring it up. You can't control what they're going to say about their weight loss journey, what they're going to say about food, about body, but you can control how you will respond. So let's say this is a loved one that you're going to meet out at a restaurant or some sort of event. Before you go to that meeting or before you meet them, think about why you're actually going. Why do you love spending time with this person? What are you going to get to do together? Why do you value your friendship with them? So get your head right. Recognize I can't control what they're going to talk about. I can't control what they say. It might be triggering. However, I can control how I respond and just my headspace going into it. Tip number two is to check in with the person, not their progress. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. You want to let the person know how much you care about how they're doing. You don't really care about how much weight they've lost or how much they're eating or how much they're working out. You know, this reminds that person that there's so much more to them than the quest to get healthy, that you love and support this person no matter what. Let's say it's a spouse, right? You see this person every single day, 
but it's still really important to check in with them. Check in with the person. Don't ask questions about, you know, the frequency of their workouts or maybe specifically what they're eating, but just how are you? How are you feeling? What are you enjoying with this journey? Where are you feeling stuck? What are the challenges, right? And just start that dialogue to show that you are, you're supportive, you're invested in how they feel and you're invested in something. It's important to them. So it's important to you. Tip number three is to help them see the bigger picture. People are typically quantifying their success with pounds or inches lost. But at the end of the day, you and I both know it's ultimately about health and wellness. So can you hold space for conversations regarding changes in muscle mass or strength, or maybe they're experiencing less low back pain, less knee pain. Maybe they have more energy, better digestion, mental clarity. Maybe overall, they just feel happier. You know, they're just a more resilient, vibrant person. Can you help that person to see all these other amazing things as indicators of success? If they get hung up on pounds or clothing size, Check in with other numbers and measurements, such as blood pressure or, you know, cholesterol levels, resting heart rate, maybe some awesome fitness milestones, like being able to bench or squat with a barbell. You know, have you gone to the doctor lately? Have you gotten lab work done? It'd be so interesting to see what changes have been happening to you internally based on the healthy impacts that you've been making, the healthy changes that you've been making. Help this person to focus on overall quality of life and how this may or may not be, right, depending on the behaviors that they're engaging with, right? If it's dieting behaviors and they're really restricting, maybe they aren't feeling happier. Maybe they aren't feeling less stressed. Start to think and get the person to think how they can look at the bigger picture of what's improving or not improving through this journey. Tip number four is to listen, like sit on your hands, bite your tongue and listen, hold space. Okay. They're going to have days that don't go well. You've been there. You've been in the diet cycle. You remember those days where you said F it. You just ate what you wanted and it felt really chaotic and you felt guilty and stressed, right? This person is also going to have days that don't go well according to their current standards. Instead of saying, I told you so, or, well, that's why I don't diet. That's why I don't count my calories. Consider just listening. I know we want to be right. I know we want to take away the pain that we see them experiencing. But depending on this relationship, you're not their coach. Don't be a coach. Don't get all judgy. Empower the person. Recognize that sometimes it's what you don't say that can also make all the difference. Tip number five is to suggest an accountability buddy. Now, be careful with your choice of words here, but be honest and open about maybe something that you're struggling with or a goal that you're working towards. Ask this individual if they'd be willing to help you be accountable and focus on the positive. Lead by example and be the person that, you know, says, hey, I'm going to set goals outside of my body, outside of my physique, in all these other aspects of my life, because those are just as, if not more important to me than my body. 
It's also easier, as we know, to show up for yourself when you know someone else is counting on you and you're working towards that common goal of improving yourself, but also supporting the other person. Tip number six, tell this loved one how their journey inspires you. Be specific, pick out something that you find so inspiring, how you admire their ability to be vulnerable or handle challenges or, you know, their courage in face of setbacks. Be very specific. Maybe you don't agree with their very rigid schedule of going to the gym at 5 a.m. Maybe they're ditching plans because of going to the gym. But maybe you can point out, you know, I really just admire your ability to say no. I really admire your ability to say no to things that don't align with your goals and to think about how your future self wants to feel. And for you, it's really important that you're getting your sleep so you can get up and go to the gym in the morning, even though I know that means you're missing out on whatever it is, this event in the afternoon or the evening, but I admire your ability to stick to your commitment to yourself, right? Broaden that conversation, broaden their thinking. And my last tip is to talk from a place of emotion, okay? Call out signs before it gets too far. If you recognize that this person is engaging in disordered habits and and behaviors and beliefs, call it out. You know, they're coming to you for a reason. Maybe you suggest non-diet resources like the intuitive eating book, maybe non-diet dietitians. Maybe you share this podcast with them. Maybe there's a specific episode that you know that they would resonate with. But ultimately what we want to do is we want to be a safe space. We want to be that space where the person can openly talk about how they're feeling on their journey and not be judged, right? Remember, we don't, We don't make progress in, you know, we don't fight diet culture by calling people out. We really, and Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch, the creators of intuitive eating, they say this all the time. We have to get better at calling people in, okay? Calling people in, inviting them to get curious and feel more connected to their body. You know, you and I, we don't like being told what to do. And so we have to foster that safe, judgment-free zone space for the people that we love most to come in, to come in as they are, regardless of where they're at on their journey and be that safe space for them to experiment, for them to ask questions, for them to make mistakes and to learn. Team, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, don't forget to hit that follow button. Leave us a review because that is how we reach more like-minded humans like you who need to hear this message. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.